The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. And you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. Thank you all for coming and listening today. We have a special, special guest today, Kip Anderson. Thank you for being with us today. Kip, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is a special treat for us because you have, <laughs> you have jumped into another huge project of your life, and it's perhaps one of the biggest ones yet to come. You were one of the creators of Cowspiracy, and now you're about to launch a more profound documentary, even following up on the heels of that, which is What the Health. Tell us all about What the Health. How did you get into this? And, and take us through exactly what happened after Cowspiracy and now into this particular film. Well, yeah, with Cowspiracy, we were exploring the impact of uh, eating animal products, meat and dairy has on the environment. And it kind of led us towards the end. And when you watch that film, you see we interviewed Dr. Clapper, and he talks about how we're not, you know, we're not baby cows um, drinking baby cow milk fluid. And so we started researching more into what is going on in the health industry. And it looks, turns out that the same exact story essentially is being played out in the health, uh, in the health situation as it is in the environmental situation with the impact of eating animal products is doing for the environment, it's also destroying our health. Uh, eating meat and dairy is one of the leading causes, not the leading cause associated with heart disease, diabetes, um, as well as some forms of cancer. Um, yet you just don't hear about this and all, all sorts of the cover-ups and people who are playing a part of it and these studies that we hear about and don't hear about. And the film is just a very, very full and depth um, it is. It's compelling. It's really compelling. And you took us through a journey in this film. And, you know, for everybody out there, I really urge you to see this film. Everyone needs to see this film. This is the kind of film that belongs in schools. And kids should see this film. And teachers should see this film. And everybody in between should see this film. It's about really your journey delving into the truth. And you are you are exposing some some truths that not only are hidden, but also educational things that people aren't really aware of. For example, that sugar isn't as bad for you, say, as uh, meat, right? Uh, yeah, meat or dairy. Meat or dairy is definitely worse than sugar. Um, and we go through a list, laundry list of the reasons why. Some people think it's controversial, but, you know, when you look into the studies and exactly how it works, it's, it's, there's really no comparison and a lot of people think, you know, as you find the film, which we did not know, we're surprised to find out, a lot of people think diabetes, too, is caused by sugar, 
when in reality it's caused by saturated fat, and the leading cause of saturated fat is through eating animal products, and it's not caused by sugar. After you have diabetes, you can't have sugar because the sugar, the glucose can't get absorbed to where it's supposed to because it's covered up with um, uh, clogs from saturated fat. So that's one of the many things that's very interesting in this film we found out. What was it like to discover these things? Did you know some of this already going into it as you came came into it, or did you actually discover yourself much more than you anticipated after you got into it? Uh, much more. I mean, we knew knew quite a bit because you know, it was, you know, making a documentary first, you do a lot of research even before you start filming. So we researched a lot. But then once we started interviewing the actual doctors and Neil Bernard, some of these just incredible doctors, they really surprised us. Like again, one about diabetes and association of that and sugar. We didn't realize you know, the comparisons to meat and dairy. And then going to the actual people who live next to farms, we went to North Carolina, it's not only the health of our personal health, but it's also the health of those who live around these factory animal farms, what which is where like 90% of people get their food, animal when, products. When you went down there, I mean, it was, it was evident that there was a kind of a stench. And, and you could see in the movie that you were sort of holding your breath, what, what was that like for you? Explain what it was like to be down south, because that was a really profound piece to this film. Yeah, it was. It was really, really sad. And, uh, you know, if you're eating bacon around, I think, somewhere around 90% of all bacon comes from this, essentially, this area. I don't know what percentage is, honestly, but it's very high that if you're eating bacon, it's coming from these farms in North Carolina. That is just destroying this beautiful state. They feel that they're in a state of emergency. You can't, my dad lives in North Carolina. You can't swim in all these rivers. The, the fish are dying. You wake up and the day, the very next day we were there, thousands and thousands of fish just were washed up on the shore dead because of the runoff from these factory farms. The people who live around these fact farms, they all have some sort of, sort of bizarre form of cancer, asthma, um, you know, all these weird diseases that is a direct result from living just next to these farms, not even, you know, consuming these products. So you know, anyone who thinks bacon is cool, go visit North Carolina, and it's not cool. It's very, very, very sad. It's sad that you see those animals that, you know, what I noticed in the film is the pigs were kind of wagging their tails, and they don't even know the situation they're really in. And I've been vegetarian for, I don't know, 23 years. And, by the way, initially a bodybuilder when I started. <laughs> so uh-huh, right. I, I give testimony to the end of your film of <laughs> that you have all these great athletes out there being vegan and vegetarian and, and not consuming animal products and still having as much performance or more. But going back to the point of the pigs, it's, it's an eye-opener for somebody that takes for granted where these things really come from and what they go through in order to get to the table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, until you see it in person, it's really sad. And, you know, people don't want to see it. And, and especially with, with, I mean, all, all, essentially all animals, whether you're eating beef or pork, it's coming from a sad place. And even some organic dairy, it's ending up in a horrific, horrific ending. And that's, you know, that's more of an ethical part. But then, you know, as far as the health impacts, it's it's terrible. It's terrible for you. You know, bacon was classified, and all the processed meat is classified as a Schedule One class class one carcinogen. In the same, bacon is in the same category as cigarette smoking, tobacco. Um, so there's there's just nothing good or clean that, or healthy about it whatsoever. That's really a leap for some people. 
and how you presented all the facts in the film, I have to say, laid out so nicely. It was really easy to follow and learn from this film. And it was shocking to see the websites that were presented with the types of things they're presented. Now, I'm currently, I, I do medical intuition work, and I am currently working on a heart case. Coming out of surgery, the first thing the man was offered was coffee. I'm like, no, wait a minute. He just went through heart surgery, and you're going to give him coffee the next morning? And then it's like, well, we're going to have these, these other foods here. First, we're going to have your choice of, you know, heart-healthy food, which is um, turkey or chicken or this or that. And I said, how about green juicing? And I had to import it. It wasn't on the menu, in other words. So tell us about what happened when you discovered these websites that are supposed to be examples for us. I mean, it's just so, uh, you know, the story that you say, it's just, it kind of sums up towards the end of the film where we go into, and the, the medical, this film has to be seen in all medical schools, really, because they have no clue. Uh, for the most of them, on their defense, is they just weren't taught any of this in school because they have no idea. So they think, you know, especially, can you imagine after uh, some sort of heart surgery to give meat, especially the thing that's causing the heart disease is they're feeding the first thing right when they come out of this. Um, but, yeah, a lot of, a lot of that's, it's, it's horrendous. And so a lot of these organizations, American Heart Association, Diabetes Association, Susan G. Combe and the Pink Ribbon Campaign, they all have connections with... Um, some form or other with these industries, with the meat and dairy industry and, of course, the pharmaceutical industries. And uh, they're all kind of linked in, to, to what that plays into of what gets shown as far as, say, American Heart Association. They have an entire beef recipe section on their website for heart. And almost, you know, my, 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 uh, my 12-year-old goddaughter, she knows you aren't supposed to eat red beef for heart. I mean, like anyone knows this. So how on earth? Is this on the American Heart Association's website? Mm-hmm. We explore that and see the direct links between maybe they're getting influenced. We don't say one way or the other. We just provide the facts, but it's definitely, it's definitely shady. Seems shady. <laughs> I like Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad that it's, it is like that, actually, because what you presented on the flip side is such an easy alternative. What did you find in the discovery of what people don't know about the truth of food. What was your most shocking discovery as you went through this? Um, the shocking discovery? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, one of them is that, you know, I grew up always thinking that genetics plays a huge role into the future of what you're going to be and how you're going to be and how healthy you're going to be. And so I was always told, oh, you know, your granddad, your grandfather, I have a, I have a lot on both sides, case um, history of either cancer or heart disease or diabetes, and I was just supposed to get one of them, especially diabetes. And then mm-hmm. to find out, you know, the, the genetics role is hardly, it's negligible. You can, tr- you, can, you can supersede that by diet, essentially diet and your lifestyle. And I didn't realize what a small role genetics plays, so that was really surprising. It's very empowering to realize you do have the power into your health and your future. And it's not something that's like predestined for you. So I think that was a big one that um, I, think that's I learned. Great, because the way you presented it was so much fun to, to go on the journey with you through all this. And it's like one discovery led to the next one and the next one. Now I have a question because as you started the film, you said basically, 
I was potentially a hypochondriac based on this fear of genetic predisposition. But as I learned that epigenetics could change that, and as well as what my diet was, now where do you stand in understanding your potential toward these things? Well, it's funny. I, you know, I was a hardcore hypochondriac, and then once I started learning the truth, and then, you know, A, about health, and then also, too, a big part about the hypochondriac, you know, it's in your head. And then I realized the power of thought, you know, you are... You are what you, you know, also, you're, you are what you think as well. So between those two things, I'm almost the opposite. I just feel so empowered to know that I have, you know, for the most part, control over these things in my life, whereas a good part of my life I didn't. You know, it's kind of a scary situation. So, it's, just so it's so relieving to find that out. I'm so glad, really, because that just gives testimony to the fact that we don't have to live with these things, right? I mean, you can actually be empowered to change them. And on a scale of 1 to 10, how, how do you rate after doing this film trusting your doctor? Huh. Well, as far as diet, about 1. And I think even most doctors will tell you that. They, they have, out of you know, the thousands of hours of schooling they put in, they only have, I mean, it depends on what school you go to, but some as little as around one class, one class of eight, like around eight hours of nutrition. And not only that, what nutrition is being fed to them, it's not even the correct nu- nutrition. So they have no clue on what's, you know, causing a lot of these diseases. What they're mostly focused on, and we show in the film, is how to treat them and how to, you know, cover the symptoms up, but never get to the underlying truth of actually what causes it. And they just have never taught it in school. But I feel with this film and over the next few years, the schooling will, it will change. It has to. But definitely don't trust your doctor when it comes to nutrition or whatsoever. I think it's Unless neat it's that true. you present an idea that people can go look into further. And the way you presented the film begs the questions for people to ask and research on their own, as well as providing some of the data already. But I think it's just such a wonderful entree into the world of health and self-empowerment. And on that note, we're going to be back with more Kip Anderson right here on What the Health is the movie, and it's a movie you all have to see. You, you must see this movie. This is a, a groundbreaking, changing movie for diet, for health, for wellness, for our future, and especially with what we've been talking about here at Making Life Brighter Radio, autism. And we're going to get into that a little bit when we come back. We have more with Kip. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. We'll be right back. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning, based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers 
years for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And you can find all the archive shows at makinglifebrighter.com on the player, the radio tab there. Or, of course, you can go to voiceamerica.com and you can look up Making Life Brighter Radio on the Health and Wellness Channel. And if you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes Worldwide. And we thank you for listening. And today we are talking with Kip Anderson, the creator of What the Health. And he is also a co-creator of Cowspiracy. And he's gone on to make a great documentary now. And Kip, tell us where people will be able to see this film and find this film. Where can they, they also experience this work? Uh, you can go to whatthehealthfilm.com, whatthehealthfilm.com, and you can purchase it on Vimeo. It's, it goes through Vimeo, but on our website. And it goes, uh, it goes through good proceeds, too. Like, the proceeds go to our nonprofit that, that actually produced the film, and we make empowering films. Um, so it's, good, it's a good cause. And also, too, a lot of people are putting up theatrical screenings all around the country. And so look around for one near you as well, or you can do one yourself, and it's for free, and you can go that on that website if you're interested in that as well. So you, they can sponsor basically um, an educational evening with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can actually do this uh, at a real theater. It's called this Tug Platform. You can, like, a real AMC Lowe's Theater, and with no, you just have to sell a certain amount of tickets in a certain time. And the people are doing it all over the place with no risk, no money down, it's or anything. It's, it's really cool. That is awesome. I didn't even know they did that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So, tell us a little bit more about your nonprofit. 
The nonprofit's uh, AUM Films, and essentially what it is is producing anything from films. We have a book. We also have What the Health Book, Cookbook, come, uh, that's out now, and also What the Health Companion Book that's phenomenal, and that's coming out in about three weeks. And it's more, uh, even more in-depth than the film itself. It's actually an incredible book. Uh, we had help writing it. So we just produce all these films, books, and any other things, even though you know, we do conferences as well. Uh, that that deals with investigative and empowering, um, you know, people for to to live in a harmonious planet. Essentially, that's what the goal is. And how did you get into that? What at what point did you begin to look into that kind of lifestyle for yourself? Oh, a long time ago. I mean, I've I've been vegan personally nine years, and right when I found out what was happening in the industry and especially as, as you see in Cowspiracy, I was looking to do that film, Cowspiracy, for about, you know, it looks like I just made in the past couple of years, but I was really working on that for a long time. And it just took a while to make. But so, you know, I'd say a good 10 years just when you're kind of finding out the truth of things, just really wanting to share and then going more in depth. Some people, you know, it kind of go either way. One, you just want to close yours close your eyes and not see it because you want to live the same way. Or when you see the truth, you want to even dive further and further. And that's what I decided to do. Um, and so I've just been, I've kind of been like that for most things all my life though. So are you a yoga person and a meditator? Um, I am a certified yoga teacher, Jivamukti Yoga and Kundalini Yoga teacher. I, I travel outside. I don't teach. I want to do retreats working with other yogis. Um, more of, um, but yeah, I, 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 I practice for the most part, and yeah, I'm definitely into. It. I love the I love the whole. That's so cool. Yeah, the, the stories, the theatrical, and everything of it. Theory. You know, I I noticed that you're also a musician because on the credits to this film, <laughs> it said that you contributed to the music as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Keegan actually, before he was a filmmaker, and too, he was a professional musician in a band for many years and it's pretty big in Europe and I've dabbled around in music I actually after this um, in a little bit I want to get more into music than film actually here coming up soon but yeah yeah we did all our own music other than or most of it along with this other awesome band Mogo Mogo and some other stuff but yeah do some music as well (laughs) that's fantastic now this film what the health is begging the question why is it that we aren't being told what's really good for us and who's in control of that. When you got deeper into this film and you realized the sponsorships that were going on for these professional organizations that were dictating health standards, were you worried? Did you ever question your safety as you went in and began to investigate all this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with Calspiracy, again, you know, that was very risky, or at least feeling risky. You know, I was really getting into it, and we interviewed, you know, in that film, we kind of go more into the risk factors of that. So we didn't want to go into that that much in this film, like, because we kind of already said that in Calspiracy. But, yeah, you know, it's one of those things that we thought about putting down the camera, and then we realized, you know, what what's, especially with the, the environmental impacts, what, what's the it's almost there's more risk of not saying anything and living this life because we're not going to be around. If we don't say anything, we're not going to be around for much longer if we continue this path of, of, of eating, you know, this obsession with eating animal products, for mostly for the environment and health. 
But, you know, it's just one of those things that just kind of had to be said, and it's not like we're really, I think that's why people love these films. We don't, we don't, we're not judging anything. We don't say anything in the film. If you watch it, we just provide the facts, the true facts, and uh, we just present them, and we don't even tell anyone what to do, and I think that's why people like the films a lot, is it just kind of lays it out there for you. You can decide if you want, and go ahead and research more on your own is what we always encourage. You know, I think that's great. It's kind of the same sentiment of when I spoke to the makers of the movie Vaxxed, um, they were kind of commenting the same way, that the truth for them was more important in bringing forward, from their point of view in that film anyway, um, than not saying anything like you just said. And in this case, what's a better alternative, I think, is the end game, right? So... What are we learning from this film as as a whole? What is it that you're you're coming away with at the end? What do you want people to come away with? What's what's your focus for this film? Well, I think a big thing is education, and I think especially with this film, even more than Cowspiracy, is that when people go after they say they watch the film, they want to look at these facts. A big part of the film that we don't, you know, again, you only have ninety minutes, but a very important part of the film is that we show where these studies come from. So all these studies that we hear, you know, say that got the paleo diet really popular and got the, uh, rather than the high carbs, you know, the high carbs are bad, fat is good. Where did that come from? Well, that that one in particular, where you saw on the cover of Time Magazine, Butters Back, what that's called, that is literally funded, the study is funded by the dairy industry. It's called the Dairy Council. And, you know, they spent a lot of money in, in, into these studies that you can manip- manipulate into, you know, there's so many different ways for medical studies that you can ma- manipulate and take things out. You can kind of take them out of context, m- move some things around so it can come up with a desired result. So a lot of these times if you're doing research on your own, you'll see for every fact that's saying what the health, you could probably find five that say the opposite thing. But the key is, is where do these studies get funded from? The studies that we show in our film, they're the actual true studies. There's no money being made in it. You know, and that's the reason why you don't hear about this. Why don't you hear about this? There's just not that much money being, like, where's the money in just someone living a healthy life that, that eats, you know, say, a clean uh, plant-based diet because you're not taking pharmaceuticals, you're not contributing to the meat and dairy industry. So where's the money being made? It's, it's just healthy. It's just a healthy the way of living, but no one's really making money. The, the doctors aren't, the pharmaceutical industry isn't, the mean dairy industry isn't. Um, so we have no real, you know, um, motives to, to say otherwise other than just want to provide the true facts. And so that's what we do. Did you find in your, in your research with this, did you come across, because you didn't really talk about it much, but autism has been a big focus on this show for the last year, really. And we know autism is going to be an epidemic. It already is an epidemic, but it's going to be more so an epidemic. And many people are saying it can be assisted and alleviated or even prevented with proper food. What do you think about that? You know what? That's one I don't know. And also with a lot of this, too, is I have to be careful because I'm not a, just, I'm just the same thing with Calspheres. I'm not an environmental scientist. I'm not... Especially with this one, I'm not a doctor. And autism, I have, I don't know. It's a very interesting, very interesting subject to look into further. But um, that's one part that we didn't go into, and I, I'm not sure, honestly. It's interesting, though. Yeah, thank you for that because we've been we've been talking about it a bunch, and, and diet has come up 
among the mothers that I've talked to um, and the doctors that I've talked to. They really are focusing on diet. So I wondered if it came up in your research or if you passed through that, but it seems like you were more focused really on dairy, meat, and um, basically where those things are affecting blood vessels and affecting the body systems differently than what people always thought. Yeah, definitely. It's coming, and then also the you know the, the reality of the truth is people think we're omnivores, and omnivore is an actual definition. You can't just say you're an omnivore. It's 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 a physiological thing, and and we are by definition we're frugivores. We can tolerate meat, you know, in these times of survival, but by no means is our body in whatsoever designed to. Um, you know, process these foods in our system. And, you know, you go on the, you can go all over the internet and see that as well. But so, um, you know, we explore that too, but then not only of what it does to say the cholesterol and the dissecting arteries and this and that, but also too of all the pesticides and the, and, uh, the different types of drugs that are fed to these animals that can leak out, that go into the meat and the dairy that eventually can find their way into your system. And who knows of all the things that that causes and that, uh, we definitely explore that in the film as well. That's super interesting. I love that. And I love the the graphics that you did for all of these points that you made, especially <laughs> showing that people are frugivores. <laughs> showing yeah, yeah. The, the teeth and the facial change and, and, and all of that. I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. It really does. And if, yeah, it if, does. I mean, there's a, there's a great graph on, online if you Google image and you type in frugivore or, or omnivore versus herbivore versus frugivore. And there's this graph that goes 10 across and it starts from one side, frugivore, herbivore. And out the very other tail end is, is, is uh, carnivore. And then it goes through every single stage of your body, you know, teeth, jaw, mouth, esophagus, large intestine, small intestine, stomach, da 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 And we aren't even close to being a carnivore, let alone omnivore, or an omnivore, let alone carnivore. And we fall completely in line with that of the chimpanzee or a bonobo monkey, and where they eat 95% totally vegan. The other 5% are from insects, maybe animals. But that last 5% is what makes us human. You know, we can get those from other sources. And rather than human beings, we can be humane beings and make that choice of, you know, being what we truly are. I be. love that. Humane beings. Well, we'll be right back with more Kip Anderson right here on What the Health. That's what we're talking about today, What the Health. And you're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. We'll be right back. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers 
for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And today we are talking with Kip Anderson, who is the creator of What the Health. And uh, we were talking in depth in the last two segments about the underpinnings of this movie, which is groundbreaking in terms of what we're eating, how it's affecting us, and what the influences are around our food choices in terms of what's presented to us and what our doctors are also presenting to us based on what they know or don't know. So, Kip, tell us again where people can see this film. Uh, You can go on whatthehealthfilm.com, and you can purchase it and download it right or, or, or buy a DVD or right on our website, and or, and or you can see a screening around your area or, or set up your own screening. Just go to our website, whatthehealthfilm.com. I think this would be a perfect gift, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. I'm serious. This would be the kind of gift that you could give somebody, the person in your family that just doesn't want to embrace certain changes in healthy eating. And this is a great, great educational film to show anyone yeah who doesn't know the truth behind certain food groups and what they're doing to our bodies. I loved the doctors that you had on your, on your film. Tell us a little bit about who those doctors are and why you chose them and why they're so important to what you've done. Well, these are the renegade doctors. There's the, the doctors of the future where they did their own studying. You know, they'll all tell you they, none of this was taught in school. And some of these, these doctors, they wanted to know where these diseases come from rather than they were so sick of treating the diseases. We don't really go into the history of these doctors, but it's, you know, they all kind of have the same story. 
spending, you know, years and decades of treating them with drugs, drugs, drugs. And finally, like, wait, what is causing this? So all of them in their own way did just, I mean, thousands and thousands of hours of research and just wanting to really know the truth. And probably the, 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 the one more than anyone is Dr. Greger. And if you go on his website, incredible website, a lot of doctors go to this as a resource that I've heard. Like, he's the doctor's doctor. Is It's called nutritionfacts.org. Nutritionfacts.org. And it is phenomenal. It is essentially an encyclopedia, like a Wikipedia of true health studies of, of if you have any question about any study or say the paleo or this study that you heard of or the high fat or low carb, you literally type it in the search engine and it'll pop out three or four videos of, of the truth. Um, so the, you know, he's one of these many of these amazing doctors who just really tell you the, the whole scoop of what's going on. I loved what they presented. And in a way, they all presented a similar sentiment, which was nice to see. There wasn't particularly any opposing um, thoughts in this. And they all added more depth and understanding. And I love the way they, they brought to light their different points of view. Let's talk about mammal's milk. Let's talk about cow's milk for a little bit. What is it that you were teaching us in this film about consuming cow's milk? Yeah, well, on the past one, too, of, of, of opposing doctors, we actually tried to interview doctors, say, you know, people, again, part of the paleo fad or the doctors who promote fat, fat. No one wants to talk because I think it's almost deep down they feel that they know the truth, really, and they, don't, they couldn't handle an interview because the studies. But in particular with uh, cow's milk and dairy, I mean, wow, it's just, so you know, one of those things that's really uh, just been overlooked about how, how, how bad it is on the most part, especially if you're consuming large amounts um, that, that, can, that it can affect your health. Not everyone, but, but a lot of people's health. And when you realize most all of us are lactose intolerant, um, you can build a tolerance for it. But at the core, you know, we have, we have the different per, uh, percentages in the film, whether, say, you're Asian, Hispanic, or um, you know, African the heritage, and it's around you know, somewhere 70% to 80% to 90% uh, uh, lactose intolerant. And so when you're consuming milk, we're just not designed to consume this milk. We've never designed to, to consume even breast milk after a certain age, let alone uh, milk that's designed to grow a baby calf into a 1,000-pound cow as fast as it can. And so a lot of these things, they, 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 you know, the, the, the theory is that these growth hormones that are naturally found in milk, it's, it's looking to grow cells, you know, in the cow. It's looking to explode a cow up to a big, huge, a calf into a big, huge cow. So what, what is it doing when you're already a grown man or woman? It's still wanting to do this. So some people have, have, have theorized that this could be the reason why it links to um, growing cancer cells or, or, or that there's, there's a link that's possibly to with breast cancer and different forms of cancer with whole dairy. And there's a bunch of studies that we go into the film, too. Again, I'm not a doctor, but it, it's shown in the film of the exact studies and the doctors talk about it. But dairy is, uh, dairy is scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. And, and, and you know, even yogurt is so popular and it's so touted and coveted as a healthy food for us. What, what do you yeah, and there's a study. There's a study that um, for a woman who has had breast cancer, if you consume, say, just one serving of whole dairy, so one, say, one yo play, 
one whole dairy you'll play, your chance of dying from breast cancer supposedly increases by around, I think it's 49%. 49%. That's just one serving of whole dairy yogurt or whole dairy just period. So let's say that one you'll play whole dairy. Um, and so, you know, there's a link. There's a, there's definitely a link that people have been finding out about. And so it's, uh, it's scary stuff. It's amazing. You know, the Breast Cancer Foundation, the Susan G. Goman Breast Cancer Foundation, to learn who's behind that was an eye-opener. Tell us what you learned in, in well, going. Well, yeah, that's what's, so crazy. that's what's so crazy. You know, that fact I just told you, say eating one Whole Foods Play that increased a woman's chance of dying of breast cancer by 49%, yet they are openly um, taking millions of dollars from YoPlay, the actual company that's, you know, it's, that creates products that's linked to these. So why don't we hear about this? Well, from uh, Susan Jacoma's Pink Ribbon campaign, like when you go on their website, all they want to talk about is getting a mammogram. There's hardly anything that talks about prevention. It's all about diagnosing yourself and then what to do after. So it's just sad, you know. You know, there's a kickback to different doctors, I think, with chemotherapy. Is there the same thing with mammograms? I mean, there's obviously a lot of money making. uh, I mean, I don't know what the exact number, but I mean, imagine how much money is being made with chemotherapy and and mammograms and, you know, radiation treatment and all these things across the board of all diseases. But... Well, it's a trillion-dollar industry across board. It's a bit of a mindset because uh, what you presented was alternatives as well. You you didn't say necessarily do this, but you presented the idea of if you could change your diet, if you did change your diet to something more plant-based, you might get off your medications quicker. And I thought the examples that you gave were fantastic. I mean, those two women that could barely move, and one was ready for a heart attack at any moment. And then, you know, tell us a little bit about what you did there. Oh, I mean, that was amazing. That's, there's a, there's a uh, health center just north of here in San Francisco and Santa Rosa called True North Health Center. And it is unbelievable. It's the most powerful uh, health treatment center probably in the entire world. And across the board from it's whether it's heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and they have the best success rate, I think, I know of anyone in the entire world. The very first thing you do, you step your foot in the door. As you know, they take you off animal products. And the weather, depending on the severity of what disease you have, you go a full juice or you do even a water cleanse. But regardless, you have to do 100% whole foods, no salt, no sugar, no oil, Plant, whole foods, plant-based. And so we went on a, any given day, you can go there and see the same stories that are in What the Health. And these, yeah, these two ladies, uh, you know, spent around a decade of taking uh, around 10 to 15 drugs every single day. One of them couldn't even walk. And within weeks, not months, within weeks of following, you know, getting off animal products, all meat, all dairy, and one was doing juicing at the time, one was doing a water cleanse, and then going a full plant-based, they got off all their medications, all of them, in, in only weeks. And, they, I mean, the, the look in their face from when we first saw them, you know, hopeless that they're going to die any day, to finding out this disease that they had carrying around for decades was gone in a matter of weeks. I mean, can you believe that? It's unbelievable, and that's just... And you can go to this True North Health Center, and you just cannot believe the stories that come out of there. 
That is so fantastic. That is so fantastic. Thank you for sharing those stories with us because really it it gives hope to people and it reminds them that nature provides quite a bit, quite a bit for us. So I want to ask you, as I ask everybody who comes on the show, what makes your life brighter? What makes my life brighter? Well, gratitude um, and... You know, being sharing the truth, being vegan, uh, helping animals out, friends, love. A few of that's a few top of them. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few of the very top ones. <laughs> so, what's next for you? Uh, I'm just working on other projects, producing other films as well, helping produce a couple other things, and uh, yeah, getting ready to go to Europe to do a film tour of What the Health and to just en- enjoy uh, sharing some some good things. Well, I can't say thank you enough for coming to be with us and sharing this story with us and all your hard work because everything you've brought to the planet is a blessing, and it's certainly a blessing for millions of people, even upcoming. Um, So everybody, you need to see this film. You can get it as a gift. You can give it away. You can sponsor an event and share the film that way. Maybe people can even get in touch with you, and you could come and speak. Is that something they can do? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of tough right now. The schedule's super busy, but you never know. I'm in San Francisco, so it's local. It helps a little bit, but for sure. You're so cool. Thank you so much for coming on. It's What the Health, everybody, and whatthehealthfilm.com. Kip Anderson, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll talk to you again, hopefully, and maybe you'll have new music or a new film. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Great. Thank you for coming. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to 
to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. And that was What the Health. And if you haven't had a chance to, check it out. Go look it up. Create a showing near you. And now I have special guest and fantastic singer from Canada whom I met at a Grammy party this year. Up-and-coming superstar, Joel Liberti. Welcome, Joel. Nice to have you here. Thank you so much, Winifred. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. This is so nice to have you calling in from Canada, of course. And so tell us, you know, you, first of all, I have to tell the audience, you struck me. And when I was watching you, I'm not kidding you, I was walking across the room and you started to sing and I stopped in my tracks like, whoa. And I turned and I watched you just transfixed. I was like, oh, my God. And I went over to my friend. I'm like, do you hear that voice? And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I, that's when I tracked you down. I had to speak with you. You have such a beautiful voice and you have such a beautiful heart. I think that's what also spoke to me from the stage is when I looked at you, I'm like, wow, there's something special about this guy. And I'm honored that you'll come and share your gift with us today. Thank you. Thank you. That's so kind of you. Uh, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. Thank you. <laughs> well, you know, everybody like you has a great story. So tell us a little bit about your story and where you are right now. Like, catch us up so people who don't know anything about you can learn how you got into this and, and tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Um, so basically, for me, music has always kind of been incorporated in my life. Um, I come from a musical family. Um, my mom's mom used to play like music just by ear, and I kind of adapted that ability from her. Um, so music originally started with playing instruments, things like that, um, doing choir when I was younger at the age of seven, and then it didn't start to get heavy until probably about high school. Um, and then that's when I started um, doing music classes and um, in my high school, and my teacher was kind of like, you know, you, you, you have a voice, like, why don't you try to use it? And so I kind of traded in my instruments for vocals, and, um, and I was you never one of those looked kids. back. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. You said you never looked back. <laughs> no, I not at all. You know, it's one of those things that, like, it, playing instruments for me, I found it, it wasn't that it wasn't challenging. I just felt like I didn't know where to go next with it. So music kind of challenged me in a lot of ways that I didn't, in singing anyway, specifically that I didn't realize I could do with a with a voice. And so um, I ended up kind of 
seeking it and finding that it gave me a lot of confidence. Um, I was a really introverted kid, so and just like any kid goes through um, bullying and stuff like that, um, music and singing actually stopped that. So when I started to sing, people kind of realized, they were like, oh, like you sing. I'm going to leave you alone now. For some reason, they just did. So I never got picked on again when I started singing, and then, like you said, I never looked back from that moment. Um, so I you, went into, you, sorry, go ahead. Because you earned your personal power at that point. You stood into it. I'm not kidding you. I stopped in my tracks when I first heard your voice. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I got that a lot in uh, in college. My One of my music theater um, directors, she she's like, when you're on stage, people just tend to gravitate. And I never really understood that until that moment. Um, being on that stage at the LA Theater and watching everyone kind of just stop and listen for a second. I was like, oh, I'm like, that's, that's exciting. I'm like, that's a little nerve wracking, but that's exciting. <laughs> well, it's what you're doing. I mean, you're engaging people and, and clearly it's working. Um, so tell us how you, how you segued into a worldwide audience. Yeah. So um, after, after from college and focusing on music theater and stuff like that, you get into a little bit of a rut. You don't know which way to go, um, how to go about it. You know, I did um, world singing competition uh, in Finland back in 2013 where I placed top 10 men in the world uh, and to represent Canada. And after I got back from that, I was just exhausted. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was working here locally in Windsor and from where I'm from. And I ended up seeing this. Um, like ad on my windshield wiper and it was for this audition to potentially perform in front of uh, executives and and producers and such in LA and things like that you kind of like there's always that red flag warning right it's like oh this could be a scam like is this just a money grab so I kind of ignored it at first and then I got another one the following week and I was kind of like all right no I'll take it as a sign I'm all about that you know and higher uh, higher calling and things and such so I'm like oh you know what I'm, I'm gonna do it so I called did the audition, and then that's where um, I met uh, Cindy Valentine, uh, who has her company, The Star Groomer, and her and I connected instantly. She was one of the mentors in one of the vocal categories for singer-songwriter, and she just looked at me, and she's like, "We, I want to work with you, but I want to wait until after the event, so that way we can like collaborate and stuff. So I said, okay, cool. And then she's the one that actually got me the opportunity to perform at the pre-Grammy party, um, because uh, Al Walther, who was a, uh, a singer-songwriting Grammy award-winning in 2013, he was his party, and he's the one that approved it. She sent him uh, my video of me singing, and he was like, he's in. And then Woo, that's, that's, so that's cool. where, so, we, yeah, that's where well, we met. So. I know, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so glad. So tell me um, what's upcoming for you really quick, because then I'm going to have you yeah. sing. Yeah, um, so basically I'm going to be heading to Toronto on Tuesday and I'm going to be recording uh, two more songs that I wrote um, and collaborated with with Cindy Valentine uh, and her company and Michael um, Serencini and Motto Road Records. So both of them, uh, including uh, Motto as well, Motto is an amazing um, artist who just has such synth aspects to music and it's amazing. Um, So we're doing that. um, And then there will be a music video to follow as well, hopefully shortly after for the single um, that I sang at the pre-Grammy party, My Story, which is entitled. Um, And then from there, I've also think in the woodworks, potentially submitting the song for a Juno, like for the Juno Awards. So very cool. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with all of that. Where will people find you? Where can they buy your music now? 
Yeah, so we'll be, we will be launching on iTunes the single um, this upcoming week. As if things go as planned, it should be this week. Um, as well, you can check online. There's different videos of me, some like different uh, covers and such. You can see just searching Joel Liberty, um, and then all the other social media. You can look me up on Facebook as well, just Joel Liberty as well. Um, and then if you need be, um, eventually I'm getting all of the other major social media aspects up and running so that way you can find right. other things. So, so Joel, um, where, right now I ask everybody what makes their life brighter? What makes your life brighter? Music, by far. <laughs> There's nothing else in this world that, without the world, music would be a very quiet place. And I, I quiet and I don't really go well together. So, <laughs> <laughs> Without your voice in it. All right. So, Joel, we're going to have you back on the show another time because we have to have more from you. So please come back and, and be with us. But I'd like you to sing us out right now. This is Joel right. Liberti, everybody. All right. Thank you for being Birds flying high. You know how I feel. The sun in the sky, you know how I feel. The rain's drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. And I'm feeling good. That's Joel Liberti, everybody. Oh, my God. And that's only, and that's acapella. That is just a little, little taste of what this man is all about and can do and is only beginning to do. (laughs) I'm so excited for you. I just love you from the first moment I heard you and saw you and met you. And I wish you all the best. Please come back and visit us really soon here at Making Life Brighter because we need more of your voice and more of your story yet. Okay? Promise? For sure. I promise. I would love that and be honored to. Thank you. Thank you. Fabulous. Okay, everybody. So today was a very special day with What the Health, the movie. You have to go out, check it out, listen to it, watch it. And Joel Liberti, L-I-B-U-R-D-I. Did I get that correct, Joel Liberti? You absolutely did. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Go jolly, everybody. Go out and make someone else's life brighter. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly! Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.